Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. How are you doing? It is Sunday, July 12th, 2022, when I'm recording this episode, and it's Sunday evening. This is episode 550. I'm titling this one, A New Story. It is evening, like I said, but it's currently 67 degrees Fahrenheit. It feels nice. That's the feels like temperature as well, 60 degree, 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Lows tonight will be about 57 degrees Fahrenheit, and the winds are just calm out of the southwest at 3 miles per hour. So Lake Ontario, I'm sure, is like glass right now when the winds come out of the south. All right, stick around when we come back. We'll dive into our quote. I'll catch you up to date what's been going on in my life and much, much more. We'll learn something too right here at We Live on a Planet. We'll be right back. And we are back. And everybody's happy to hear that with our familiar back sound. I'm curious to know though, um, I did order a new Roadcaster Pro 2 that I was telling you about the other day, and that goes live tomorrow. And so that means it will be shipping very soon. But I'm wondering, right now on my Roadcaster, the pads, this one, is just called a sound pad. On the new Roadcaster Pro, they're called smart pads. And I'm wondering if I'm going to have some of these pre-recorded sounds like this, you know, laugh track, which I don't use the laugh track or anything like that, but I do use this to bring us back in quite a bit. And that is right stock from the Roadcaster Pro 1. So I can't wait to get my heads on the Roadcaster Pro 2 to see what it does. We'll be hearing a little bit more about the Roadcaster Pro, Pro, Pro 2 later. Yeah. If, you're, if it's your first time here at We Live on a Planet, um, just so you know, this show is unedited. I do one and done. It's unscripted. So I kind of have just a show note, a highlights of what I'm going to talk about because otherwise I'll go way off track. And uh, yeah, it's just, just so you know, I might have mistakes and faux pas and other things like that, but it's no big deal. I mean, this is just for me to kind of leave an archive for future my future generations to listen to not to like think that I'm all whatever but I I kind of get the in 200 or 300 years if somebody stumbles upon this audio I have a feeling like they'll be like holy cow it was 67 degrees Fahrenheit in the evening can you imagine it being that nice and cool because maybe in 300 years the earth temperature won't be that I heard something on NPR, National Public Radio, that I like listening to. And one scientist thinks that what's going to happen is humans, in evolution-wise, are going to start becoming smaller as the climate temperature keeps rising because smaller animals do better in high heat. So, yeah. Okay. Wow, way off topic. I usually start off with our quote, and I didn't even do that. Let's do that now. I titled this one, A New Story. And the reason why is for this quote, end the chapter, turn the page, close the book, 
start a new story today. It's an unknown author, but we always had that ability to start a new story. It's easy to reread chapters in your life and to be stuck on pages. Sometimes you just got to close that book. It reminds me of a monk who I really like, Ajahn Brahm. He kind of likens what this quote is, is a stick. It's only heavy if you hold it. But unfortunately, we pick that stick back up and it's heavy again. So try to start a new story today in your life if you've been kind of in a funk. I know I'm trying to every day. I'm trying to be mindful. I'm trying to be acceptance of where I am. I'm very fortunate with my rapport with my head doctor. She is very caring, understanding, and um, right on board with anything that I want to do. I recently reduced some of my medications. I was on so many, and uh, I've talked about that before, and I felt like I was taking too many. And so I've recently uh, really weaned down on some, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, What else was I going to talk about? Oh, well, I got all kinds of stuff. Stick around so you can find out what will be next right here at We Live on a Planet. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friends. Do you remember that show? Are you old enough to remember Welcome Back, Carter? Kata? Welcome Back, Kata? God, I loved that show. That was first time, to my knowledge, that uh, John Travolta was known. It was before Saturday Night Fever, and he played one of the sweat hogs. Google, welcome back, Cotter. It was a good show. With a K, Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. And the sweat hogs. All right, so moving forward, uh, what's been going on with me? I went scuba diving yesterday with my brother-in-law, and that was a blast. I love hanging out with him anyways. And we went through three scuba tanks each looking for this shipwreck, this elusive shipwreck. It's called the David Mills. It's escaping me what year it sank right now. But it hit a shoal. Um, it was really foggy. There was also a fire in Canada, I guess. And the smoke from the fire and the fog was hazing all over Lake Ontario. And the ship, the David Mills, tried to stay close to shore to see where they were at as not to get lost and ran into a shoal. A shoal? A shoal? I don't know. But it goes really shallow. And you're out in Lake Ontario, and it's really strange because it's like the average is 300-some-odd feet. Deepest is 800 Uh, Where I scuba dive, we're usually in 45 feet of water or so. But to be boating and then to come across like six foot depth, 12 foot depth in the lake, it's just very strange, you know. And it was surprising how murky it was at that depth. The deeper you go, the clearer it is. But when we were shallow, it was kind of murky. But the David Mills, we went through, we were, GPS said we were right on top of it. We searched and searched, and now it's our unicorn for now. My dive weights that I was telling you about still not cured all the way. 
that's how much I painted them. I, I overdid it with the paint. They were all like, like tacky and sticky. And I put them in my dive weight bag. I have a weight bag and I brought them and they were all stuck together right before my dive. And I had to pull them apart. And the paint will still move when I touch it with my thumbs. And it's like a lot of things. I overdo it. I don't mean to. I think it's my brain. I did it when I was an alcoholic. Well, I am an alcoholic, but I did it when I was a heavy drinker. I was always the one at parties to do the most drugs. It was like a rite of passage. If so, somebody was taking maybe one or a half a hit of LSD, I was like, okay, give me two. It's just my nature. I don't, I don't mean to be that way. And I did it with push-ups. If you remember, if you follow the show, I was... I was struggling to do 10 push-ups in one day, and then I went from doing 10 to 400 or something in a day, and it really screwed up my right shoulder a little bit, and I had to take a break from that. I maybe will be going to the fitness center tomorrow, or fitness court, the outdoor fitness court that's here in Oswego that I was telling you about. It's groovy, and then I'm going to be going out and... uh Visiting my buddy again. But what was I going to say about my that shipwreck thing? Oh, I did I tell you that I was going to be going for my next step in dive certification? I'm going to get my advanced open water dive. Right now I'm an open water diver, which gives me the ability to dive to 60 feet. I don't know what that is in meters. Um, I should. We're in America. Well, I'm in America. I use the uh, imperial instead of metric. And the open, or excuse me, the advanced uh, open water allows me to dive to 130 feet. So I'm going to go from 60 feet to be trained to go to 130 feet. Anything deeper than 100 feet, though, you risk gas narcosis gas narcosis will make you act like you are inebriated you become disoriented you might take your mask off you might take your regulator out you might not know what's going on and if you're 100 feet deep that's dangerous so anywhere after 100 feet you really have to keep your wits and any deeper than that you're using mixed gas um which I might, my brother-in-law is the one that really wants to move forward. So if he gets his mixed gas, since he's my dive buddy, I might do that too. We'll see. All right, we'll be right back. I'm going to ramble some more. And we are back just like that. Believe it or not, it is, uh, like I said, it's a little bit later in the evening and I'm drinking coffee. I shouldn't be because it will keep me up. Back to my uh, buddy that the one that I went out to visit in Oregon, Corey, he and his family are in New York right now, and they're a rock throw from me, only 25-minute drive at an Airbnb right on Lake Ontario. And uh, I had a really good time the other day to visit. When I went to visit him, everything was great until the end of my visit. I became ill. If you follow the show, you know I have a thing called CVS, um, put down food if you're eating, cyclic vomiting syndrome. Yeah, it sounds terrible, doesn't it? Ugh. (laughs) 
at least though, this was a mild bout compared to the way it usually hits me. And usually when it hits me, it puts me down for days. I, I am in bed soaking through towels and my wife will have to keep getting me new towels. I'll soak through three or four towels and you would swear I just got out of the shower of how wet the towels get with how much I'm sweating. I know it sounds terrible, but so I'm going through that, but it's not as bad, but it's still bad. And my buddy and his wife and his older son are like, Hey, can we just need to run into town, which is like three minutes away from the Airbnb. And I'm like, yeah, my car was the one that was easiest to get out. So I'm like, I'll drive. But right before I left, I was feeling, I was feeling ill. You know, I've had the cyclic vomiting syndrome now for years and I can kind of tell. Sometimes I can tell. Other times it just, boom, comes out of nowhere. But I was feeling funky. Something wasn't right. And I get to the store and the first thing my body is saying, get some Gatorade. So I get some Gatorade. I go out to the car. I take a sip of the Gatorade and I'm waiting for my buddy and his wife and his son to come out and they get in the car and I start driving back to their Airbnb, which like I said, is only maybe three to four minutes, five minutes away. And as I'm driving, I'm just all of a sudden, uh oh, I'm feeling it and I'm about to vomit. And when I do get the cyclic, it's like projectile. There's no holding it. As soon as we pull into the driveway of the Airbnb, I fling the door open and just run out into the weeds and just let it go. And there's people there. There's all kinds. Of, and it's so embarrassing. And I can't control it. And my buddy and his family are just kind of like, oh, we'll, we'll leave you alone. My buddy's like, are you all right? I'll t- you know, and I'm like, no, I'm not, you know, and he's like, okay, I'll leave you alone for now. His wife is a nurse. And so she said to me, well, let me finish the story. So I do all this. I, I goes, I sit back in my car with the door open and I lean the seat back and I'm just like sweat and so bad, but freezing and just going, oh my God, my head is pounding. My buddy starts coming back out and he's like, dude, are you okay? Because you look like you're about to die. (laughs) He's like, you're not having a heart attack or anything, are you? And I'm like, no, it's just the cyclic vomiting. And he's like, okay. And he's like, well, Heather's getting you a washcloth. That's his wife, a cool washcloth. So you can clean up and everything. And whenever you're ready, come back to the house. If for some reason you can't come back to the house, you can just do the Irish exit and not say goodbye and head out. (laughs) And I'm real good at doing the Irish exit. That's where you just kind of leave the party, and I don't know. That's what we call it here. No offense to the Irish. Um, so I, I go up. I get my washcloth. I get all cool from her, take you know, get taking care of, thinking about me. And uh, I'm just like, I got to go. you know. And I had all I could do to drive back, which, like I said, is maybe a 25, 30-minute drive. back to my house back to Oswego and I had to pull over two times as I'm driving to just get ill because it's just coming there's no holding back it was brutal but um other than that (laughs) other than that it was groovy it was real fun I plan on going back out there 
tomorrow to visit him because him and his family leave Tuesday. And it's been nice because he's the only, besides my wife and my kids, the only friend I have. Well, I take that back. You, you guys are my friends, you know, my listeners. And I mean that. I know it sounds corny, but you guys know who you are. Which ones? You're my friends, all of you, the ones that give me your time. I always say it, the most valuable gift you could ever give me is your time. Speaking of time, I'm running out of this segment. We'll, we'll come back and we'll ramble more. Hold on. We'll be right back. And we are back, just like that. So I was talking earlier about my Roadcaster Pro 2 that goes live tomorrow and then will be shipped when I say it goes live right now, the people who do have their hands on it are like YouTubers and influencers or whatever, and it's in the beta stage right now. And as soon as it goes live, they'll be getting shipped, which brings me to uh, a phone call that I got about that from a longtime listener. Peter has been listening to the show for a long time, and I appreciate you, Peter. So let's play line one. Peter used Anchor, the Anchor app, to call in the show. If you're not listening through Anchor, maybe you're using Spotify or Apple, and you want to contact the show just like Peter did, you can go to my website, WLOAP.com. There's a little phone icon. You tap that, and it will bring you right to my Google, Google? <laughs> Google Voice. It rings like five times before it picks up. So be patient, let it ring, and then you can leave me a voice message, just like Pete did. Line one. Hey, Patrick, it's your brother Pete. It's been a minute since I've checked in with you, brother, but I wanted to let you know that I'm still listening to the show, still enjoying what you're doing, and I am super excited. You told me this on Twitter just a few, uh, about a week ago, I think, as I record this message, that you're getting a new Roadcaster Pro, Roadcaster Pro 2, and I know... As a lover of electronics and a, lo a lover of gadgets, a fellow lover of, of just cool stuff like that, that you're super excited about it, and so am I. I cannot wait to see what elements are added to the show because you get your Roadcaster Pro, and I'm, I'm really excited to see the, the new elements that come into We Live on a Planet and the awesomeness that are that's upgraded because of the new things that are going to be coming in with this Roadcaster, man. I'm excited to see how the show is improved and what levels we go to next with a new, new... Like a, a new a new gift to explore, a new, a new level of studio. It's going to be awesome, and I'm excited, man. Groovy. I'm glad you're excited, and I like shiny things. I think we all, as humans, we like shiny. We're just talking monkeys. We like those little shiny things, and the Roadcaster Pro 2 is very, very shiny and lit up and colorful. So is the Roadcaster itself. The Roadcaster 1 right now, that I'm using is no slouch. This thing still is, does everything that it needs to do. Um, what it brings me to the next hi-fi thing that I would like to get, but I don't need them. I just would like them. It's the NTH 100 Rode headphones. They're brand new. And uh, like I said, I don't need them. I'm using a pair of headphones that were a gift from my oldest daughter and her boyfriend. And they're comfortable, and they work really well, and they suit all my needs. Supposedly, though, there's a, the, those new Rode NTH-100s, what you hear is totally what's recorded. Because a lot of times, what I'll hear sometimes in my headphones 
is like a little bit of noise, like white noise or some noise. And then I'm not sure if my roadcaster noise gate is shutting off too quick because it has that in case I'm not talking or if say um, air conditioning or heater is playing or a heater is going, it cuts out that noise. And so in the winter time, there's times I can hear the heater, but you as listeners can't hear it kick on because you told me you can't. Or maybe you have a keen ear and can. But with the Rodecaster NTH-100, supposedly everything you hear is actually what is being recorded. But like I said, I don't need them. I just want them. That's a human thing. That's the way we are. Okay, enough of me rambling. Let's work out that thing on top of our head, that brain. Just that gelatinous goo that... uh. It's the only organ that named itself the brain. We'll be right back. We're going to learn something. Not about the brain, but we're going to learn something. Hey, welcome back. All right. Uh, a while ago, I used to do on the show Word of the Day. And an app I was using uh, decided to become paid. And I am I was being cheap and I didn't want to use it anymore. And so uh, shout out to uh, my buddy Heather's uncle who suggested to me because I was talking to him the other day and he told him about my podcast and how I used to do word of the day and he's like just uh use google and I went to use google and it brought me to webster and so that's I think what I'm going to be using is webster because the word of the day today is come on burgle say it again burgle burgle B-U-R-G-L-E, burgle. It's a verb. What it means, the word burgle means to break into and steal from a home, a business, etc. Here's an example. The broken window alerted the security guard that the office may have been burgled. Burgle. Burgle. That's a weird sounding word. All right, so that's our word of the day. And, well, we're at just kind of randomly learning things. I like the, did you know, and here's one. Did you know you didn't win the sperm race? Yeah. According to new research from the Stockholm university, you didn't win the sperm race, but rather was selected by the female egg that chose you by releasing compound cell or compounds called chemotractinitis that can trigger sperm to change swimming directions and attach or repel sperm of its choice. Huh. I was always taught it was I was the fastest swimmer. That's why I'm here. But according to this new study, hmm, isn't it neat to get a wrinkle on the brain? Yeah. Where is that? Boom. We did it. We got a wrinkle on our brain. All right, what else were we going to do? We're going to head on over to the facts site while we're here. Do you really need tonsils? Do you have your tonsils? I don't have mine. I had them taken out as an adult, and it was a nightmare. I was in so much pain. I went through, I don't know how many bottles of liquid Vicodin, and nothing worked. As a little kid, they're like bouncing around. Yay, ice cream. I get ice cream. 
Did you know that doctors perform, speaking of kids, doctors perform about 530,000 tonsil removal procedures on kids in the U.S. That's just in the U.S. Your tonsils are one of your body's primary defense mechanisms against foreign invaders such as bacteria and viruses. These organisms have to encounter your tonsils in your throat before getting into your body. However, you have a several other immune mechanisms to help protect your body. So even without your tonsils, you can live a healthy life. I've been healthy without my tonsils. I was unhealthy with them. I was constantly getting sick. So what do tonsils do, though, really? When people say tonsils, they generally talk about the mass of lymph node tissue at the back of your throat known as the palatine tonsils. You have one palatine tonsil guarding your throat on either side. Their strategic location allows them to act like goalkeepers. They can catch infectious pathogens trying to enter your body via your mouth. Palatine tonsils defend against pathogens you inhale or swallow. However, you've got more than one type of tonsil serving your gate as gatekeepers. Palatine tonsils form part of a ring of lymphoid structures called Waldire's ring in the Pharynx, larynx, pharynx. Walled eye rings comprise palatine tonsils, pharyngeal tonsils, tubal tonsils, and lingual tonsils. Together, these structures fight off infections from microorganisms trying to enter your body through your mouth or nose. Tonsils act like a little filter. That's how they work, preventing micro. Uh, microbes from getting into your system. It's one of your body's first defense mechanisms against incoming microbes. Tonsils contain immune cells for defense. When pathogens enter your mouth or nose, your immune cells identify them first. Next, these immune cells produce antibodies to kill and destroy pathogens. Tonsils are part of a fluid system running through your body known as the lymphatic lymphatic system. Through the lymphatic system, your body clears away infection. So, yeah. Can you live without your tonsils? Yeah. Tonsils aren't in the same category, obviously, as your lungs or heart. So, they're not as unnecessary to keep you alive. They're essentially part of your body's defense system, but you can live healthy without them, like I said. When do they need to be removed? You'll know. Trust me. There's way more on the fact site about the tonsils if you want to know more about the tonsils but I think we've just summed up the whole thing of tonsils and know that when you're an adult if you do have to get it it's brutal it even says in this article on the fact site how as an adult um, it could take uh, you know days days Kids usually feel better a few days after a tonsillectomy. During the recovery period, they get extra attention and ice cream, like I said. On the other hand, tonsillectomy recovery for adults may take a little longer, up to two weeks. All right, we'll be right back. Whoa, that show, worth the show is flying by, isn't it? We're almost done. Uh, that could have been Jeff Sharkey of car number 66. He's always cruising around real fast. Jeff Sharkey. If you live around the area and want to see him race, he's racing now at uh, 
what's it? Spence, uh, oh my God. He used to race at Evan Mills and he is changing and it's Spencer. Or I'm sorry, Jeff. I will have the next, if you're listening, Jeff, right now, you're probably going, Patrick. <laughs> Why aren't you remember Spencer Port? No, it's near the border of uh, Pennsylvania and New York and New York. So, uh, Good luck to you, Jeff. That's He starts the 17th at his new racetrack, and I will be able to tell you the name of it on our break because otherwise it's going to kill me. All right, here we go. We are on the History Channel. On this day history, June 12th, I remember this very well, President Reagan challenges Gorbachev to tear down this wall. On June 12th, 1987, the reason why I remember it, I was 17, and one of the most famous Cold War speeches, President Ronald Reagan challenges Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev to tear down the Berlin Wall, a symbol of the oppressive communist era in a divided Germany. Yeah, and the wall did come down. And I remember it when it did come down. I think it came down in 88 or 89, the year I graduated. All right, uh, also in the Cold War, 1982, one million people demonstrate in New York City against nuclear weapons. Here's one for the 21st century. Sadly, in 2016, I remember this too, terrorist gunman attacks the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida. In the end, 49 people were dead and dozens more were injured. Man, we've got an issue. All right, also in the 21st century, 2017, Otto Wambier returns from North Korea prison in a coma shortly after I remember he died. Um, Black History, 1963, civil rights leader Megger Evers is assassinated. Oh, good. 19th century, 1898, Philippine independence declared. What else do we have in sports? 1920, Big Red sets record at Balma Stakes. Big Red. Man of War was the biggest star yet in the country. But uh, on June 12th, 1920, Man of War wins the 52nd. Belmont Stake and sets the record. Oh, okay. Big Red is Man of War. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> U.S. Presidents, 1944, John F. Kennedy receives medals. Receives one of the Navy's highest honors for gallantry for his heroic actions as the commanding officer of a motor torpedo boat during World War II. Also in Presidents, 1924, George Herbert Walker Bush is born. Here's one, 1942, Anne Frank receives a diary. And I think we know about that, the diary of Anne Frank. And in crime, sadly, I remember this too, 1994, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman are murdered. Who did it? Totally up to you to decide that. I watched the trial, and uh, yeah, it's up to you to make your decisions on that one. All right, stick around. When we come back. I think we'll be wrapping up the show. We'll be right back.
whoa, whoa, we are back, and that almost ends the show, and that was Jeff, I think. After a few years of hiatus, welcome back. A story goes Jeff Sharkey to Spencer, that's the name of it, on June 17th. Jeff will be behind the wheel of the sharp-looking number 66 Sportsman. You can find Jeff Sharkey on Facebook if you're looking to find him and would like to follow him. I hope you don't mind me telling people, Jeff. But uh, you can check him out, and it's G-E-O-F-F, Sharkey, S-H-A-R-K-E-Y. I've interviewed him on the show. His new car is sharp. He's a good guy and a good racer. So kudos, Jeff Sharkey, and good luck to you on your new move. All right, I think that about uh, wraps it up. We did Did You Know? We did Word of the Day. We learned that. I told you about my scuba dive and my buddy. And also about a new story. End the chapter. Turn the page. Close the book. Start a new story today. Yeah, you can do that. You know what else you can do? Is do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. Head on over to my website if you would like to contact me. Like I told you earlier, it's WLOAP.com. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, my friends, be well and peace. And I will talk to you again real soon. <laughs>